the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday to you. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. And you know what it means because it's Friday. That means it's Open Line Friday. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. You can call about anything you want on Open Line Friday, you know, and, uh, you know, like anything, you know, within reason that you want to talk about. Uh, you can ask a Bible question, something about the news, and continue the conversation, or maybe something you didn't get on the air for earlier in the week. We might be able to do that today, but we do that on Fridays, and so you can change the subject if you want to. The number again is 888-528-2557. All right, so what we do on our show is we look at the uh, news of the day from a Christian perspective. Uh, big news yesterday, today, is uh, there's several different stories, obviously, that matter. Did you watch that debate uh did anybody pay attention to the uh i haven't seen the ratings did did we watch the debate what was your what was your thought about the debate california is in trouble yeah probably that is uh the case but that's been the case for a little while uh i watched uh, a good part of it and it was a lot different than i expected um you know and i won't get into all the politics of it you can call if you got you know a question or comment about the debate itself there's a couple of subjects that i think do matter really for everybody in a and i think they should remain as bipartisan as possible but there are people who are on different sides of it which it tends to be right and left as far as politicians are concerned but uh it is i don't think actually right and left as far as regular voters for regular people. That's the issues of school curriculums and parental rights. Uh, there's probably some exceptions in that, but for the most part, I think that parents want to have rights. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, at one point, uh, Governor Newsom uh, pointed out something that is uh, probably actually true. And I look forward to engaging, but there's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. Now, that is very possible. That's a weird thing, right, that that this debate, I think, got a lot of attention, certainly a lot of attention. And there's write-ups in all of the major newspapers across the country. Uh, there's a whole lot in the L.A. Times, lots of different stuff about this. And, uh, you know, it's um, two guys who are governors of their states who are, one, uh, who is not officially running for president, although he gets accused of it, Governor, uh, Governor, uh, Governor Newsom. I take offense at our policies and strategies. And uh, Governor DeSantis, who is running for president, but he's running a very distant second. And some people are suggesting that uh, DeSantis, if he doesn't do much better than expected in the first couple of uh, primaries coming up uh, just in a few weeks, actually, that he's out. Uh, so it's a very interesting thing. Uh, this whole debate and paying attention to it. I think there's some chance that uh, 
this is what we're looking at for the candidates this fall. There's a real good chance, a better chance maybe for 2028. All right. Anyway, do you have any thoughts about it? 888-528-2557. And um, when we get to the the subject of uh, the school curriculum is really kind of what I want to talk about. Because I think it matters to all of us as parents to pay attention to this issue and to realize how local it is. I I think in a presidential debate, and in, in really the way this was put together is two different governors kind of coming from a red and blue you know angle of it. Um, but the issues that we're facing in schools and uh, many of the things that we're thinking about as far as stuff that affects our lives and our kids in particular is very local. I'm not sure how much the president of the United States uh, will um, have as much of effect, whoever that is. Uh, he'll have some or she, um, but it's your local people, your school boards, your school superintendents, your city councils, your your county uh, board of supervisors. They matter an awful lot for schools, for local funding of uh, police, for how crime is fought, for, you know, uh, a whole lot of different issues that are on top of people's lists right now. Um, so one of the things here is uh, when we get to this is I'm looking for my my spots here and there. Um, some of the things that were said here about this, you know, I'm going to have to go through that and take a look at. It. I don't see uh, on my my list. Uh, it's nothing for you to do, Wilbert. A little side here as I'm putting myself in the jail here. Uh, here we go. Um, I'm looking at the numbers. Here. All right, here we go. Sorry about that, folks. All right, here we go. Here's some things that uh, DeSantis had to say uh, when it comes to uh, DeSantis and Newsom about parental rights. I actually have something that I brought that some parents have objected to. So this is a book that's in some of the schools in California. Florida, this is not consistent with our standards, called Gender Queer. I, it's, some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children. Uh, and it's wrong. So this should not be... In schools, uh, when people like on the left say that somehow you're banning books by removing this from a young kid's classroom, no, this is not age appropriate. And so we're going to stand for the rights of parents. I think we need to do that nationwide. I don't think you can have a situation where some states just trample on the rights of parents. Parents have a fundamental right to direct the education and upbringing of their kids. I, I mean, by the way, you've been on a banning bench. 1,406 books have been banned just last year under Ron DeSantis. He's been doing this all over the campaign trail. What's wrong with Toni Morrison's books? It's not banned. What's wrong? It's not true. It's not. What's wrong with Amanda Gorman's? It's not banned. And the poetry? 1,406. False narratives. 1,406 books have been banned. So you have that kind of back and forth that they did quite a bit where uh, Governor Newsom would say, uh, make a comment, and then Governor DeSantis would say that's not true. Most of the time, there's a lot of fact-checking on this stuff. Uh, most of the time, DeSantis is right, although sometimes you know there's a nuance maybe that you can look at it with. But on this one, I always draw our attention to this because the idea of book banning is that's the term that gets thrown around. And in the area of parental rights, I think that we should understand DeSantis pulled out part of a book that is pornographic. He's right to say that they couldn't show it on the Fox News channel. We can't talk about it explicitly on this show. We would be violating uh, FCC rules. But for some reason, that book is okay for your second grader to read. But for some reason, that is a book that is okay, you know, for little school children to read. 
And that is the issue. So with, with book banning, number one, no books have been banned. If a parent wants to show that book to their second grader, you can go get it. You can go get it at a bookstore. You can get it on Amazon. It's completely available. We're not talking about book bans in general. And in almost all of those cases, uh, for instance, Amanda Gorman's book that the governor, uh, Governor Newsom mentioned, uh, if you know who she is, she's a poet, and she's the young girl who was the poet for, I think, the 2012 I believe it was 2012, maybe 2008, uh, Barack Obama inauguration. And she did a poem and it was really good. And she was, I think, 13 years old or something. She's very young. And uh, she's published a book since then of her poetry. And somebody objected to that. And in some of the objections, most of what you're seeing with the parental rights, and this is why it's not left and right. This is something that is parents on all sides saying we don't want pornography in our classroom, like literally hardcore graphic pornography, both in text and in pictures. And that is what it is, okay? And that's what DeSantis was talking about. That's what most of it is. But some people are trying to pull out books that might have to do with race because it's, they'll say it's CRT or something like that. Um, what happened with many of these books, in fact, in almost all of these cases, usually it's one parent who objects to a book that is removed for one day and then put back in most cases, or it is given an age appropriateness. So the Amanda Gorman book, they said, there's nothing wrong with this book, but we think it's more appropriate for middle schoolers. So if you are 11, 12 years old, we think that's probably where you want to start reading poetry. And as a parent of a uh, 14-year-old and an 11-year-old, I can tell you right now, probably neither one of them are interested in poetry, but if they were, I would probably sit down and really get into it with James, who's 14, and I think he could read it, and I would expect that he would have some intellectual analysis of it. John, who's 11, is pretty smart. I can't imagine him even partially interested. And if he's not interested or if he doesn't get it, I really wouldn't care. I'll start to care when he's 14. And so it's, it's about age appropriateness. What would you say as a parent is age appropriate for hardcore descriptions in text or in pictures of sex acts of all natures, every single kind? At what age do you want to show that to your children? Anybody want to call and say that you want to do that for your seven-year-old? Anybody? That's the issue. It's not about book banning. That whole thing is not correct. And I, I want to point that out every time because it goes against parents. It goes against the decency that we ought to have for uh, what's going on in our kids. There's more related to that that matters right here in California because of the policies that we have that take parents out of the loop, even in health care. He Bobby. says California respects parents' rights. This is rich. He's been telling a lot of whoppers tonight. This may be the biggest. In California, if you're a parent in Iowa or New Hampshire or South Carolina, your minor choices. child can go to California without your knowledge or without your consent and get hormone therapy, puberty blockers, and a sex change operation, yeah. all without you knowing or consenting. How in the heck is that well, you know honoring parents' rights when you're bringing people from out of state to go around their parents' backs and getting life-altering surgeries? That is radical. That you know, is Ron, extreme. These kids that is an assault on live. parents' rights. You know what? Ron, it's not for is, you to decide. These, it's for the parents to it's decide. The, you know what? And the these parents do not want their to kids survive. going I to these this, other honestly, things. That debate, and what the governor always says, Governor Newsom, they're both governors, Governor Newsom says is it's about the lives of kids, uh, which is also a, a false narrative in the sense that you're not seeing a lot of that. What you're seeing is more and more problems of kids who have severe mental illness on a lot of ways or are getting confused on these issues who want to go make physical changes and do so without their parents' knowledge. And in the schools, particularly here in California, and this is what they banned in uh 
Florida that parents should have the right to know if your kid uh, wants to take medications or have a medical act or wants to even be known by different pronouns or a different name or have an alter a completely different life. You know, that is something that every parent should want to know. And if, if it's true, by the way, that your child is suicidal if they're having these feelings, then you also should know that, that your child is suicidal. Can you imagine your teacher not telling you or your school district, somebody not telling you that they believe your child might be suicidal? You have a right to know that. And that is, you know, that issue is significant and it should not become right and left. It worries me about, you know, this kind of thing is that should not be right or left. That should be across the board. And I think the governor, governor should know that. This is the Pastor Scott Show. It is open line Friday. We'll take your calls on anything you want. You can continue this conversation or you can change the subject. On Fridays, the number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Um, the subject also continued this way with parental rights. The role of the school is to educate kids, not indoctrinate kids. It's not to impose an agenda. It's to do the basics. And what we've said in Florida is it's inappropriate to tell a kindergartner uh, that their gender is a choice. It's inappropriate to tell a second grader that they may have been born in the wrong body. Now, California has that. Uh, they want to have that injected into the elementary school. My wife and I have a 7, 5, and a 3-year-old. Uh, we don't think that that's appropriate. And I know most parents do not think it's appropriate. Uh, it's also important to respect parental rights to know what curriculum is being used in the classroom. And everything should be age appropriate. Do you agree with that? that everything should be age appropriate. I thought that's the way everybody thought for a long time. There are lots of books that were not in uh, my younger kids' classrooms or for me in a classroom that were there later, all kinds of books and all kinds of subjects. You know, even the Bible, we have age appropriate kids' Bibles, right? There are stories in the Bible that are real life. There are things that really happen. If you know, the Bible is very true, gritty about life. It's not just a bunch of flowery stories, if you've never read it, or spiritualism or things like that. There are stories in there that my 14-year-old, I'm okay if he's reading, probably 11. Uh, actually, there's some in there. I don't want to talk to my 11-year-old about it, even though he might know. But I certainly don't want to talk to him if they're six or seven years old about, you know, Tamar and some of those stories that are in there. And uh, because I shouldn't have to explain that part of humanity that they are innocent of right now. And so if you're not familiar with uh, Bible publishing, you know, there's kids' versions of the Bibles that you know, there's your kid's Bible that starts very young, and it, it takes out a lot of that stuff. When you were in Sunday school and they did the story of Noah in Sunday school and you were, you know, eight years old, they didn't tell you the part where uh, Noah at the end of the story uh, takes off all of his clothes and gets drunk and lies around naked on the beach. That was not part of the flannel graph in your Sunday school class. Uh, it wasn't there. I remember in the fifth grade, we actually built an ark. Uh, not a real arc, but, uh, you know, a tiny version of the arc. And, uh, you know, our teacher was an engineer, and we actually built what uh, he felt like the arc probably looked like from the biblical description. Uh, we did not talk about uh, some of the harder parts of that story. Why? Because that's not age-appropriate, because everybody knows that. But at some point, you should be old enough to go read that story for what it is and understand the human struggle that is there, understand the consequence of sin, understand uh, all of that stuff. But age appropriateness is, is for real, and we can't pretend this is just right and left, but it is something that is on the table as far as debate goes these days. I actually have something that I brought that some parents have objected to. 
So this is a book that's in some of the schools in California, Florida. This is not consistent with our standards called gender queer. I, it's some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children uh, and it's wrong. So this should not be in schools uh, when people like on the left say that somehow you're banning books by removing this from a young kid's classroom. No, this is not age appropriate. And so we're going to stand for the rights of parents. I think we need to do that nationwide. I don't think you can have a situation where some states just trample on the rights of parents. Parents have a fundamental right to direct the education and upbringing of their kids. I, I mean, That's something that I agree with. I think that I think most of you agree with. I think if you are uh, a Democrat voter or a liberal voter, you probably agree with that if you have kids. Uh, I think that most of us are on that page. The polls say that most of us are on that page. Parental rights matter. Now, there's always the case where a parent might be abusive, and there are those things are always what gets brought up. And I understand that. The reason that we have the state can get involved sometimes is that there are cases where the state needs to get involved to protect kids. But most of the time, that's not it. And parents have the right to know what's going on with their kids. They just do. This is the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. You want to talk about anything else uh, on that subject or uh, from the debate last night, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Most people saying DeSantis won the debate. I, I think winning is, uh, I would say that DeSantis, you know, winning as far as points, for sure he wins the debate. But does it matter? Does it help him? Because winning, you know, sometimes winning is really losing, you know, like if you're playing musical electric chairs. Uh, I stole that joke from some uh, comedian, but it always makes me laugh. But, you know, if if it doesn't really help DeSantis's presidential campaign, then I'm not sure that he won anything really at the end of the day. Um, and for Governor Newsom, I don't I don't think this helps his presidential campaign. I think that people probably are looking at his performance and saying, I don't know, you know, if Biden were to drop out. You know, or if they get to the convention and they say, you know, Biden, he's pretty old and he's just not doing well. We got to get somebody else. Um, certainly Gavin Newsom would be on the list, but I think he'd probably dropped a couple of pegs there. And the Newsom people are claiming that uh, Hannity and uh, DeSantis cheated. Um, <laughs> and there's a whole lot of back and forth and, uh, you know, about all of that, which uh, is just a bunch of politics. Um, but that is the case there. The Newsom or uh, DeSantis really blasted um, San Francisco quite a bit. He brought. Do you know about this? The uh, the uh, the poop map. Do you know what that is? I know it's not like a thing, but it's a real thing. This is a map of San Francisco. <laughs> There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American that is a real thing. There's an app, and people mark that down. I don't know if you've experienced that. I have. I have. In fact, I've not even experienced that in Los Angeles, but I did experience it in downtown San Diego a few weeks ago where I had to avoid uh, uh, human excrement. And I lived in San Diego for 25 years, and I don't think I ever had to experience that. Uh, and uh, I don't think they even have an app yet in San Diego. Do they? In San Diego, do you have a map for that? Uh, you're probably going to get one pretty soon if pe things keep going in the direction that they are going. And uh, so that is 
that is just a big piece of the difference. And and all this is to say, too, at the end of the day, wh- whether you're for or against, you know, these two guys, policies matter. The policies that are different in the two states for whether they talked about COVID and they talked about a whole lot of stuff. The policies that these guys have put forward in their states have made significant differences in the two states. And most people say that you're better off in Florida economically. You're better off for education in almost every statistic. Uh, that's another thing that Newsom people are upset about is apparently uh, they felt that having all the statistics put up on the screen was something that shouldn't be allowed. But those statistics are what they are. And it's because of policy. It's not something that just naturally happens. It's because of policy. Our election is just a few weeks away, ladies and gentlemen. Our primary election policies matter, and they matter in every single race on your ballot. So pay attention to that. All right, Open Line Friday. We'll take your calls on any subject when we return in just a moment. This is the Pastor Scott Show. You can follow me at Pastor Scott Show, Facebook, X, and Instagram. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. It is Friday, which means, which means I'm having trouble with the, here we go. Open Line Friday will take your call on anything today on Friday. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. You can continue the conversation or you can change the conversation, 888-528-2557. Charlie in Huntington Beach, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Thank you, Pastor. Um, like I say, I'm, my name is Charlie from Huntington Beach. Yeah. Uh, I'm a first-time caller, caller. Oh, well, let me give you the first-time caller. Uh, let me give you the first-time caller fanfare. If I can, my, I'm not seeing like the arrow on my screen here, so that's why it's taking me long. Here you go. All right. All right. Thank you. Go ahead, Charlie. Uh, I, I've been listening to you for about a year, so I love this show. My wife's the one that got me involved in it. Well, and thank I'm you. hooked. <laughs> so here's my question. little change of topic. I've been hearing pros and cons from some of my friends about a person by the name of Eric Luddy, L-U-D-Y. So oh. my, and he's the head of the L- Ellis Lye. Mission Society. Okay. So I'm trying to find out, is he legit or is he um, a cult? Well, I don't know uh, anything really about him. So what would lead you to wonder if he's a cult? Uh, I I guess I've heard, I've read information of some of his messages that he puts Christians down. And uh, I guess maybe the way he talks, which means absolutely nothing. Uh, I don't know. I've just been reading pros and cons. Yeah, and some of my well, friends have been telling me he's right on. But then I know my friends, too. They're very hyper about yeah. everything. What does he write? What makes him different than uh, somebody else who you wouldn't question? Uh, I really don't know. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, you know, because I don't know him, I don't want to besmirch him or, or endorse him, right? Either way. But what I would say yeah. is if you're asking the question, then what I would do is think to yourself, is the Holy Spirit leading me to question something here? And then dig into it, you know, figure out, you know, what is his actual teaching about Jesus Christ? What, you know, is he, you know, is he into, you know, some people are into uh, 
different teachings and they say things like they've got a new teaching and uh, I'm the only one who has that teaching and you know there's another guy out there who claims that he went to heaven and he talked to Paul and uh, he sat with Paul and Paul's uh, disappointed that he didn't get to do much which I think is funny since Paul uh, felt like he ran the race pretty well Um, you know so I would say be nervous you know or at least check into it now it could be he could be fine but you know, if if he's teaching something that is just kind of out there, uh, always run everything through the scriptures. That's it. And ask, uh, you know, find out somebody who knows about him. I'll look at him and see if there's something that jumps out at me, you know. But uh, I haven't read anything that's hypocritical. I know he's really into. We got to get back to Acts. We got to get back to Acts. We got to be the church. Jesus never changes the same today as yesterday. We got to get back to the book of Acts. Yeah, see, he's very. Those things aren't wrong in themselves. I mean, the the thing is about Acts uh-huh. is you can't really get to Acts unless the church becomes illegal, right? Because it was illegal then, right? Um, there's oh, a lot okay. of there's a lot of things you can't really do. But what he probably means is get back to sort of the Acts two, be very relational, meeting each other's needs. That you know the reason that the church grew so fast in part. Uh, in, in a great part, is the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, and that the Christians got together and they loved each other and they genuinely loved their neighbors. I mean, that is the message that we are called to over and over again throughout the Bible, to love our neighbors, not just for love's sake, but to show them the love of Jesus. Um, and, you know, so that I think is just fine. Um, you know, and to look at those, but, you know, try to figure out if there's some, uh, you know, sometimes people are, you know, they're like 95% right, but it's that 5% where they have something that's not biblical. That's a completely different thing that turns it into something that's not good. That's why we're told, you know, when, when we're asked about when the disciples asked Jesus about the end times, you know, what he's, the first thing he said was, uh, don't be deceived. Many will come to deceive you. Um, and over and over again, we're called throughout the New Testament to not be deceived yeah. by a false gospel, right? So you've got to know your gospel, know your Bible, and mm-hmm. run everything through that, including this show, right? Including anything that you listen to. You know, people are, there's certain things people can have different interpretations on, but if it takes you away mm-hmm. from the gospel, if somebody's telling you that you have better access to God, for example, if you do things my way, uh, that's a red flag right there. Well, see, I see some of that with my friends, and I understand the analogy of the rat poison. You know, 99% good and 1% poison. Um, I think that's how it goes, right, Pastor? Something like uh, you that. know, I'm not familiar with that one either, or I forgot about it. But, you know, what I would just I would just say is somebody promising you more than what Jesus promised you, and that's kind okay. of a, a red flag to me. All right. Thank. A lot of my friends are in the name it and claim it. I mean, just name it and claim it, and you got it. Yeah, that doesn't work too well in a bad economy, let me tell you, and that should tell you something. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, thank you so much for uh, calling the Pastor Scott Show and for listening, and uh, just pray about it, too. Ask God to uh, reveal to you what's true. Uh, 888-528-2557. Uh, Charles, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. How are you doing, Pastor? I'm all right, Charles. I'm a senior citizen. I, um, my, my daughter lost her kids through drug abuse to the father, which I don't get along with. 68 girl, uh, eight year old boy. We had a strong bond. Uh, they've been asking about me. They've never been in that environment. They're not used to it. I'm trying to find a family law attorney. I've saved up three, oh, a little over $3,000 to, I was going to get some major dental work, but the kids are more important. I'm trying to find a family lawyer that will see 
if my daughter is only getting five hours per week visitation rights, and I'm trying to get some grandparent rights visitation so we could, you know, the kids miss me, and, and I need an attorney to see if I can go to court and get more time for the family. They used to go to church, and mm-hmm. and, and it, now it's uh, three hours is absolutely nothing. That's almost, you know, and uh, they're not used to this environment. I don't get along with the father. We we have no family relationship, so he won't let allow me to see the kids. And they used to spend the nights and weekends, and I took them to parks and all that stuff. And they're crazy about me. Six year old girl, eight year old boy. He's artistic, the boy. And uh, we're, you know, I just need somebody to see if uh, you know. Like I said, I was going to get some dinner work, but the kids are more in, more important. Yeah. So if do, I, you, do you know uh, any 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 kind of attorney or somebody can help me out? Do you have uh, Do you have internet access? Yes. You know, I don't have a specific person I would tell you right now, but if you just Google, you know, Christian family law in your town and see what it comes up, uh, and most most lawyers will give you a free consultation. They'll tell you if you have any rights at all, or they'll tell you what it costs if you do, and uh, that would be where I'd start. Okay, is it ChristianFamilyLaw.com? No, I, I would say just Google. Google Christian family law. You'll get a bunch of sites and lawyers, and then pick one that you feel right about that's close to you. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right. Thank you. All right, 888-528-2557, Pastor Scott Show. And uh, Wilbert, uh, what do you got on your mind in there? You're smiling and waving at me here. Uh, So earlier today, our friend Jose, uh, he works on TMA. You might have heard him a couple times. The morning answer on our sister station. He's hot chocolate Jose, who also works on our show. Uh, So he showed me something earlier, and I've been down a rabbit hole ever since. Uh, so I found these clips of you, Scott, and I just want you to hear them. All right. Um, I want to do a cartwheel, but real casual-like. Not enough to make a big deal out of it, but I know everyone saw it. Uh, one what stunning, gorgeous cartwheel. Oh, there's more. What is this? Is that me? That sounds like me. You found this online? Man, it is... Uh, Would I rather be feared or loved? Easy. Both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. What is this? I have flaws. What are they? Oh, I don't know. I sing in the shower. Sometimes I spend too much time volunteering. This is Occasionally not me. I'll hit somebody with this my is car, AI. So me. Is this AI? Call in now at 888-528-2557 and let me know what you think of AI Scott Furrow. This is artificial intelligence. Yes, it is. That is that's wild. All that's it, me? All it took was a couple clips of you. That is, uh... And I played with the sliders a couple times, and it sounds just like you. AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. I, uh, that, I'm, I was thinking of that going, I feel like there was some point in my life when I did a cartwheel and I shouldn't have, and I injured myself, a, you know, a few years ago, and maybe that was on YouTube or something, right? So that was AI. Yeah, that was all AI. That was, ooh. Wow. What, uh, you're going to have to send me that website. That's crazy. Yep, and it's not that expensive. You paid for that? I paid a dollar. <laughs> I paid a dollar. One dollar. I I uploaded clips of you from the show. It got your cadence down perfectly. It got your mannerisms. It is scary what can be done with that. That is really scary. Although maybe if I just want a day off, you know, I'll just like punch in the sermon or something and I'll, uh, you know, leave a little early one day. There you go. Maybe people won't even know. Maybe I can just have it respond to all the calls. Yeah, we've had to do some things. We just type some things in to see what it does, and it's scary how good 
it sounds compared to the people play who are that, trying to play that again. So everybody, this is this is this is artificial intelligence, Pastor Scott, right here. Some of you think that normally, but this is AI, Pastor Scott. And uh, I have been replaced. Maybe I a, have flaws. What are they? Oh, I don't know. I sing in the shower. Sometimes I spend too much time volunteering. Occasionally I'll hit somebody with my car, so sue me. <laughs> and I specifically quoted what is all that? office quotes. So it's all from the show The Office. It's all from The Office. Yeah, you know, if you would have quoted uh, George Costanza, Costanza from Seinfeld, I would have thought that is me because I'm a little too much George. And I specifically chose those because I wanted to give it away to you. Yeah. But it still took you a while to it's get It's a cartwheel thing because there's some truth to that somewhere. I thought, well, I, I vaguely remember an injury caused by all of that uh, eventually. All right, it's open line Friday. Does it bother you what he just did, the AI? Um, that's, a, that's a huge deal what he just did uh, right there. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. This is the Pastor Scott Show live in person. I'm actually here. In fact, you can watch me at kkla.com to see that I'm actually here. Uh, Sherelle and Mario and Rashid, I see your calls. I'll get to your calls as soon as we come back. 888-528-2557. Be right back. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show. Open line Friday, and uh, before the break, I got a bunch of calls here. We were talking about uh, artificial intelligence because Wilbert and Jose, hot chocolate Jose for UTMA in the morning fans, uh, created a Pastor Scott uh, AI, and I didn't even recognize right away that it wasn't me, and it was it was all fake. Call in now at 888-528-2557 and let me know what you think of A.I. Scott Furrow. That's not me. That voice you just heard, that sounds like me, but that's not me. 888-528-2557. That was me. Uh, Let me get a couple of calls here. Uh, Michael in Orange County, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Michael, you there? All right, Michael, I'll come back to you. Gloria in Mission Hills, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Uh, I'm not hearing Gloria, so I'll put you back on hold. Let me try uh, Sherelle in Inglewood. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Ah, hooray, you're there. Okay, good. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, um, yeah. I just wanted to give um, correction. Um, Amanda Gorman, she actually was the poet at um, Biden's inauguration. She was? Did I have that wrong? Yeah. yeah I said, uh, I said in the last segment she was at... Wow, I, I had that in my head a long time before Biden. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Hillary Klein was the um, poem that she actually recited on that Biden's inauguration. No kidding. Okay, well, thank you for that correction. That was a lot sooner than uh, – it's funny how you start to think of things as a long time ago, and that was only uh, three and a half years ago, almost four years ago. No, yeah. three years ago. Not even three years ago. Well, I appreciate that, Sherelle. How are you? I'm doing great, but I do agree with um, Governor Newsom about one thing. I don't believe neither he nor DeSantis will be the nominee for 2024. No, I that's believe prob- it will be Trump and Biden again. That's probably the case. Probably the case. We'll see. All right, Sherelle, thank you very much okay. for calling the Pastor Scott Show. All right, uh, let's go. Let me try uh, Gloria again. Gloria, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Gloria. I was here before. I didn't hear you call my name. Hi. Hi. 
Scott, I've had a problem with AI for quite a while uh, before it boomed like this, but there was there was a documentary on one of the PBS stations, and uh, one of the people that they interviewed was a young woman who was getting counseling from AI. And when she found out it was AI and had a choice to continue or not, she chose to continue. And mainly it was just positive affirmations mm-hmm. and things like that. And uh, I, it showed up on my computer as being a source for when I was looking something up. Like you, I looked up uh, a biblical principle, and I can't remember now. I did get two correct Bible verses, but um, I I wanted to take it off. I don't want it on my computer, and I didn't have time one day, so I just quickly asked it, could this be taken off? They said yes, and they gave me a list of the steps to take, so I thought, okay, well, I can do that. I don't have time now. I'll do it later. Next time I went back to do it, it, it was not available to do, and I'm still trying to get it off my computer. I mean, do you want your next high-rise built by AI? You know, it's, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, for your next uh, brain surgeon, just checking the AI stats and yeah, it, you know, it's we're, something. We're Christians. We, I spent half my life seeking truth, gaining truth from one source, the Bible, and um, I don't think there's any other source of truth. Well, so there's not. I'm but, not going to go looking yeah. into. Well, in AI, you have to be careful with it because it's only sourcing what it finds out on the internet, right? So it's it's not actually a brain or alive. It is mm-hmm. what it does is it takes everything that anybody anywhere has put on the internet, and it brings it together. And the scary thing is, is that it can be wrong because there's certain things you find that are incorrect, yeah. right? And so, like anything else, and the thing is, is it's going to be part of our lives. Uh, And what what you said about the counseling, that is uh, growing and growing, where people have artificial intelligence apps that they'll download on their phone, a lot of young people. And they will treat that, they're like people, and they treat that, we did a couple of shows on this, where they treat that person who's not a person as a person. And they tell that person all of their difficulties, and that person will advise them, and... uh, Sometimes it's just sort of canned, typical advice, but sometimes advice has been terrible. Oh my uh, but that is uh, that is the world we we live in, and we're called to be wise, even with uh, technologies that can be helpful, but they can also be very harmful. Yeah. So, exactly. hang, all right, Gloria, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Rashid in uh, Chino Hills, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, thank you, Pastor Scott. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I think the AI makes you sound younger. I think that it's a memory for you, and it gives you great comfort to know that uh, your your voice was heard. And I think as a pastor, can, can you turn uh, your radio down a second? Because we're getting a. My apologies, Pastor Scott. Um, I think Second Corinthians it talks about comfort. And it talks about compassion. I think that you show comfort and compassion. It was a teaching tool for you uh, and to hear your voice and know that the correction was in your voice. And I'm glad that I was able to share that with you because it makes you sound 10 years younger. (laughs) And it's a great teaching tool for you, Pastor Scott. So uh, I just wanted to share that with you on the radio. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, maybe if I uh, can get uh, on KKLA.com, you can watch the live stream. Maybe, uh, Jose and Wilbert, you could work on the AI and maybe look 10 years younger on the live stream and then go along with my voice. Uh, That would work. How about that? 
If it's possible, yeah, I would love to do that with them if, if, if they up to it. I guess so. Hey, Rashid, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show, and I appreciate uh, that. Ten years younger. How, how about that? So here's some of the uh, the Pastor Scott AI. This is not me. I have flaws. What are they? Oh, I don't know. I sing in the shower. Sometimes I spend too much time volunteering. Occasionally I'll hit somebody with my car, so sue me. That is very, <laughs> that is wild. That cost $1. $1. What do you get if you get the $5? Maybe that is the visu- the uh, the visual, Pastor Scott. It's like $1 for the first month. Can I, like, program it to, like, call my wife and just say, uh, leave her a message? It can literally hey, say anything. Yeah, hey, honey, I love you. I hope you're having a good day because I should do that more often I, anyway. I can do it for you right now. Yeah. Why don't you, uh, <laughs> why don't you, you know what? We'll create. Let's create something. We'll see if we get this done today, or maybe we'll do it next week, where I do call my wife and see if she notices. Oh, yes. Okay? So uh, Christy might be listening right now. We maybe just tip that off. But uh, but see, that's the deal, right? Is that maybe We had she... you singing uh, Justin Timberlake lyrics earlier. Oh, we definitely need to do that. <laughs> well, it depends on the song. Yeah. Actually. I used to, uh, I actually used to do uh, sermons where I would read song lyrics. And uh, one of them is to demonstrate how the arts and music has just gone really the wrong direction. And so I'd read song lyrics, love song lyrics from different generations, different decades. And uh, gosh, whenever I got to Justin Timberlake's song lyrics and I'm reading those, people were embarrassed. I'm like, yeah, but you listen to those every day. What are you talking about? 888-528-2557. It is Open Phone Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you want to talk about on Open Phone Friday. And, of course, there's a lot going on in the news and uh, lots of things happening in our state. In the, get, when you get to the next hour, we'll talk a little bit about homelessness here in uh, Los Angeles. And we got a report about the Safe Inside program in Los Angeles. Um, and how are we doing with actually finding homeless people housing? And uh, I'll give you a clue. We're not doing well. And we, we have spent millions, and about $68 million. How many people would you say for $68 million? This is just the city of Los Angeles. This isn't even the county of Los Angeles. This isn't San Diego, Riverside, other counties. How many people have we put into permanent housing for $68 million so far? You want to guess? Jose says two. Two. That's close. Uh, 255. Oh, no way. That's it. Uh, that is wild, you know, but that's, that's something that we talk about a lot here is that our approach to it is absurd. The idea that you've got somebody with addictions or mental health problems or a lot going on, that the first thing that you need to do is just throw them into a a building somewhere. Uh, they can't do it. It is something that is not helping people actually, but the, the pushback is so strong that is against recovery programs and certainly against Christian or religious programs even, or certainly against create taking. You imagine if you took all that money, $67 million, how many counselors, good ones, could you hire to actually help people so that they could get into an apartment somewhere and act two, you could hire two, be really for $35 million a year, really good counselor there. Jose is volunteering for that. You know, Jose, you probably could do a pretty good job. You know, it's actually very difficult. It's a difficult thing, but we're not doing that. Our priority is just putting people into an apartment or a hotel room somehow and then leaving them in there and hoping that they figure it out. Not realizing that the reason they're homeless in the first place is they couldn't stay somewhere. 
for various reasons. So we'll uh, we'll update you on that, and uh, what we'll do is we'll keep taking your calls on anything else. And uh, I've got to like emotionally, I think, recover a little bit because of the uh, the AI business here uh, that we have. This is once again not me. This next voice you will hear. Uh, um, I want to do a cartwheel, but real casual, like not enough to make a big deal out of it. But I know everyone saw it. Uh, one stunning, gorgeous cartwheel. That's the funny part to me is because that sounds like something I would say. And I seriously, I'm pretty sure a few years ago, I'm going to have to ask Christy because I think I told her and she laughed at me that I did a cartwheel uh, and uh, I pulled all kinds of muscles. It was uh, I'm sure it looked beautiful and it's you know better to look good than to feel good, like they, they say. <laughs> uh, so that's not me. That's artificial intelligence. That is, uh, you know, here's something else we're going to do. I'll tip people off. I'm all into this now. Let's create an artificial intelligence show and see how long it takes for people to realize it's not me. That, that I probably shouldn't do that. They might be like, let's see how long it takes us to figure out how to do that and not have you here, Scott. Hey, yeah. uh, I'll talk to Rodney about that one. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's not talk to Rodney about that. Rodney's our program director. Maybe we should just not have that idea. All right, open phone Friday, 888-528-2557. Pastor Scott Show. You can follow me, real life me, at Pastor Scott Show on Facebook X and Instagram, at Pastor Scott Show. Give us a follow right now. You can also get the podcast of this show. And get any hour you ever miss, look for the Pastor Scott Show on your favorite podcast app. Click subscribe. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com